Welcome to the No BS Mama podcast. I'm your host, Megan. I'm married with three kids and found myself stressed, overwhelmed, and lost in motherhood before I gave up the idea of perfection and remembered that my needs are important too. If you're looking for a mom friend who drops F-bombs, loves road trips, and will always hype you up, then I'm your girl. I want to cut through the bullshit and have real conversations about all things mom life. I definitely don't have all the answers, but I am here for you, girl, and I'm bringing in some experts and other moms to help us out, too. We know there's no one-size-fits-all solution, so make sure you take what serves you and leave what doesn't. So go ahead and grab that coffee, that glass of wine, or whatever floats your boat, and go hide from those kids while we dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the No BS Mama podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, I know we hear, well, I don't know about you, but I see a lot of um, influencers or people in the self-development or personal development space talking a lot about their morning routines. And I have been a little jealous of those people. Um, I, a morning routine sounds awesome to me. Um, I'm just not there yet. <laughs> um, and so I know I've mentioned here before that I, in an effort to get to a point where I can establish like a solid morning routine, um, I have implemented some things to help get me to bed at a more reasonable hour. Um, I'm someone who suffers from insomnia, especially anxiety-induced insomnia. This is something I really, really struggled with during the pandemic. Um, one of those things that it would be, you know, time for bed and I would just be like up with these racing thoughts, tossing, turning, can't sleep, watching TV, scrolling TikTok, um, back to watching TV again. Um, and then I would, you know, get like maybe three or four hours of sleep and then I would be exhausted all day long. I'd pump myself full of caffeine, um, to get through the day and then we would get to night again and I would be wide awake. Um, not necessarily even wide awake. I would be tired, but not able to sleep. Um, so over the last couple of years, I've tried a bunch of different things. Um, and so I wanted to share some of the top 10 things that helped me kind of get over this um, insomnia issue. So when I first started to experience I've always experienced insomnia. Let me go back. I've always experienced insomnia here and there. Um, and I do still experience insomnia here and there, but it's first of all, not quite as bad. Um, usually when I experience insomnia, I'm still asleep by like maybe one o'clock in the morning instead of three or four o'clock in the morning. Um, and it's maybe like once a month at most. Um, that I experience this. So I almost never experience it anymore. And even when I do, it's still not as bad as um, prior. So I've done a lot of experimenting. So I'm gonna give you the top 10 things that have helped me. Um, and then at the end, I'll give you my current um, bedtime routine because obviously I don't use all 10 of these things every single day, but I thought that it might help you um, kind of get some ideas. Maybe there's something new in here that you haven't tried yet, um, or maybe you can try some combination of these things um, to help you if insomnia is something that you um, struggle with. So first of all, one of my absolute favorite things in the world was um, I purchased a weighted blanket. And I don't use this anymore, but I loved it when um, 
when I first got it. And I used it for probably about a year. And then my kids also really loved it. Um, and so now it belongs to my daughter, but I did really enjoy my weighted blanket when when I had it. Um, and that's something, it, they sell it in all different weights. So you can pick a weight that's good for you. I think mine was 20 pounds. So it was really heavy, but I, it really like just helped me like settle my body. I couldn't really, and I didn't really have the desire to toss and turn as much um, when I was using the weighted blanket. So that's number one. Number two is... CBD oil. Um, and I can link to all of this stuff in the show notes, the ones that I've used. Obviously, you can Google and find um, whatever you want. None of these are sponsored. So um, the links are just purely for convenience. But CBD oil, um, I love. It's not, it doesn't have any THC. So um, there's no like high involved, but just the, um, the CBD portion of the plant. And that, from what I understand, works with your endocrine system um, to really, you know, just help calm you down. Um, and so that's something that I have really enjoyed using. Also, um, my therapist recommended number three is calm gummies. Um, they also come in a pill form. Um, they're magnesium based, but also they have a little bit of melatonin in them. Um, and so I don't take these all the time um, because I just recently learned that if you take melatonin every single night, that your body will stop producing melatonin altogether. And so now you're reliant on these um, supplements. Um, so I don't take them every night, but I, if I can tell that like I'm not quite as tired as I want to be, then I'll pop a couple. Um, essential oils, number four. I I purchased essential oils for the first time, I think in 2020, and I used them and then I didn't, and then I used them again. Um, and they're kind of all around my house. I have some at my desk um, that I work at, but I really love using these at bedtime. So it's just a diffuser. Um, you can get them super cheap on Amazon or like Walmart or Kohl's or anywhere. Again, I will link to them in the one that I have in the show notes. Um, my current favorite combination is lavender and orange. Um, it just makes my whole room smell like a spa and it just gives me that like calming type of like sensation and feeling. So I really love that. Number five is journaling. Um, I am someone who, if I get to the end of the day and I had a day in which nothing got done, or at least it feels like nothing got done and I have a to-do list a mile long that I know is gonna like fuck up my day for tomorrow and I'm stressed, I'm anxious about like, how am I gonna get all of this stuff done? I have to do a brain dump. Like I literally have to just write down everything um, and I, I can choose to use that as my guiding post for tomorrow to like prioritize what absolutely needs to get done or whatever. And sometimes it's literally just the act of getting these things out of my head and on paper so that I know that I'm not forgetting something um, or I can see that maybe the list isn't quite as big as it feels um, or like some of these deadlines can be pushed, things like that. That's really helpful for me. But also if I have um, like 
if I'm experiencing like anxious feelings or depressed feelings or um, something big is going on in my life that I'm not quite sure like what to do with or how to handle, then I'll journal a free write journal about that as well. I mean, and again, that's just a way of like situating things in my brain or working through things. Um, and it really helps me see again that like sometimes I'm making a much bigger deal out of something than it truly needs to be. Um, so journaling is super, super helpful. Next, um, limiting caffeine. And I know, <laughs> I don't love this either, but um, to have caffeine too late in the day really is just um, not an option for me. If I do, then um, not only does it feed my anxiety, but also it makes it so that I cannot sleep at night. Um, so I have to cut myself off around noonish, but definitely not after 2 p.m. Um, next is movement. I know everybody everywhere says this, so this might not be new, new information to you, but um, if I have moved that day, whether um, I got outside and went for a walk or did a workout in the basement or at the gym or whatever, um, I am going to sleep better that night. Um, a little caveat here, Sometimes I like to exercise at night and sometimes that creeps into like the later hours of the evening. Um, and so sometimes that messes up my sleep. So I do have to be mindful of like when I get that in. Um, yeah, I have to be mindful of when I get that in, but movement definitely helps. Um, something else that I really enjoy is sleepy time tea. I just, it's the brand is literally, I think it's the brand. Um, if it's not the brand, it's, it's the name of the actual tea itself. It's an herbal tea. Um, and it's called sleepy time tea and I love it. My kids love it. Now all of us drink a glass of sleepy time tea before bed. Um, and again, it's just like that calming, soothing, like sending that message to your brain that it's time to settle down. Um, and it's a nice little ritual for me, um, especially because, you know, I used to be one to have like a glass of wine at night and I don't really do that. Um, so this is like a nice ritual to replace that. Um, next is a bedtime. And I know that sounds really silly because like I'm an adult, I can go to bed whenever I want. Uh, but the reality is that and this leads into my next one. Um, I cannot watch TV at night. So these two kind of go hand in hand, but I have them as separate, um, separate things. I have to give myself a bedtime because if I don't, I will stay up talking to my kids or talking to my husband because they are all night owls um, and that's great for them. It doesn't work for me. Um, or I will stay up scrolling on my phone or watching TV. And I am one that gets sucked in, especially if it's like a Netflix series. Um, I'm, I'm one that's like, next one, next one, one more, one more. Um, and next thing you know, it's like midnight, 1 a.m. and you're still, well, I'm still like wide awake. I'm so committed to whatever's happening in the show. Um, and I, I just don't want to go to bed. And then when I do go to bed, I'm still like, I'm not in that place of like, okay, it's bedtime now, right? So I have to separate myself from the TV watching at night and give myself a bedtime. Um, 
And so I'm not, that's not to say that I don't ever watch TV, but if I do watch TV, it's usually like on a weekend or um, with one of my kids, like while dinner's cooking or something. Um, okay, so those are the 10 things that have really helped me kind of get out of this pattern of like chronic anxiety-induced insomnia. Um, and so again, I don't do all of these things every day. Some of them I don't even do anymore, but they definitely helped in the beginning. Um, and so I'm gonna share my current bedtime routine with you. Um, even though these are my go-tos, and then I definitely will like swap in some of the other ones that I already talked to you about. So um, number one, first and foremost, is my bedtime. It is hard, 10 to 10.30 p.m. I am in bed, somewhere in in between that. Um, my kids know that, my husband knows that. I, I turn into a pumpkin. They are not to come into my bedroom. They are not to demand my attention, and they are certainly not, this goes out to my husband specifically, um, allowed to start a conversation that requires like thought, like, um, like our schedule for the weekend or a bill that needs to be paid or, um, anything along those lines. No, 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 no. Write that down. Bring that up to me tomorrow sometime before 10 PM. (laughs) Um, Next, and these all kind of go hand in hand. Um, When I decide that it's bedtime, I go into my room. I fill up my essential oils with um, my diffuser with water, and then I put the oils in there. I get that going. I get my pajamas on. I go into the kitchen. I turn on my tea kettle for my sleepy time tea. Um, Sometimes I've already had this done for me. I mentioned that my my kids really enjoy the bedtime tea. Um, So sometimes one of them will make it for me. But um, while that's going, I go upstairs and I take care of my skincare routine, um, which is new to me. So uh, 35 years old and finally I have a skincare uh, regimen. Um, So I take care of that. I take off my makeup and then wash my face and everything. Um, And usually by the time I come back downstairs, my tea is just about ready. And I take that into my bedroom with me and I do some journaling. So every single night I fill out my bullet journal, which is where I keep track of just, you know, some habits, um, my mood for the day, the best part of my day, some, you know, gratitude, um, things related to the podcast, like some kind of like accountability things, um, things like that. And I can do another episode on, you know, the bullet journal process, but you can also Google it. Um, and then that's, and then I hop in bed and I sip my tea and then it's bedtime. Um, Sometimes I will go further and like I said, do like the brain dump journaling or the free write journaling um, if I have something going on or I'm really trying to get better at um, reading. So I have so many books that have gone unread (laughs) Um, and that's just because, you know, you're a mom, you know that we just can't read during the day most of the time. Um, and reading is really good for me at bedtime. So I'm trying to get more in the habit of bringing that in. So I'm including it here, but I did not include it in the 10 things that helped me (laughs) because it's not something that I'm consistent with. Um, and so if you 
if you don't read yet or um, want to switch out your your um, TV time for something else, reading is definitely a great option. Um, and that, oh, I'm going to give you a bonus one. Meditating. Duh. That should have definitely been in my 10 things. So this is 11 things. Um, meditation. I have an app. It's called Simple Habit. It is a paid app. Um, through iTunes, but they do have a free version. I highly recommend it. Um, they have meditations for all different points of your day, whether you're waking up, whether you are, um, transitioning from work to home, whether you are, um, like experiencing anxious thoughts or, um, you need to cope with something or whatever. They've got a whole library. Um, again, a lot of them are free, but they have specific ones for bedtime. And some of them are in the, um, more of the like breathing type of like settle yourself down. Some of them are like, um, visualization practices. Some of them are legitimate, like bedtime stories. Um, but I love them. So I'll, I'll put one of them on my phone usually most nights, especially if it's starting to like get to be like 11, 11.30 and I'm noticing that I'm still not like really winding down. If I put one of these on, they're anywhere between like 15 and 30 minutes. So if I'm, if I'm tired, I'll put on a 15 minute one and I'll be asleep way before it's over. Um, or if I'm not as tired, I'll do a longer one, but still every single time I'm asleep before it's over. So, um, definitely check that out as well. So this was a short and sweet episode. I hope it was helpful for you. If you know some other, um, person or mom specifically that is struggling with insomnia and they just, they're in that pattern of like up all night, tired all day, but still up all night the next night. Um, send them this. And if you, um, experiment and, and try some of these things, let me know how you like it. So, um, again, um, at Megan Edinger on Instagram, I love to see you there. And until next time. Hey babe. Mom. 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 <laughs> Shit, you guys, I gotta go. I really hope you loved today's episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to me if you would share it with a mom like us so she doesn't feel so alone either. And if you're not already in our free Facebook community, girl, what are you waiting for? I promise it just takes two seconds. You don't even have to search for it. Just go ahead and click the link right here in the show notes. Until next time, try to remember to do something that's just for you this week.